Do you accept the coaster challenge? Yes, I accept the coaster challenge. Do you accept the coaster challenge? Coaster Challenge Podcast is here. It's time to face your fears. Get that theme park therapy and lend us both your Coaster ears. Challenge Podcast is here. Your fear can disappear. We know that theme park therapy can drive all your tears. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? Yes, I accept the Coaster Challenge. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? We accept because you know we're not average. You're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. A journey where people become fearful to fearless, all from riding roller coasters. So please, secure your hats and glasses, and keep your hands and arms inside the podcast. It's time to accept the coaster challenge with your hosts, Andrew Locke. The first place in the commercial category goes to Burbank Self Storage. The next presentation is uh, Burbank Self Storage winning the commercial category. So um, we're a family-run business. Burbank Self Storage has been around in Burbank since 1977. My mom has been the manager of this facility for 43 years. And I'm her assistant and I've been there for 12. And uh, this is our seventh year. And it's been a family tradition that we love to put on a wonderful Halloween presentation for the community. Something to bring smiles for kids, something for families to do for free. And we enjoy doing it every year. And we also do Christmas as well. Awesome. Thank you. For free. free. How about that? (laughs) Thank you very much. Hi, everyone. This is Andrew, one of the producers of the Coastal Challenge podcast. Got a very, 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 very special guest here today. Uh, definitely a VIP. Um, we're talking about haunts because, again, it's haunt season, which we've been talking about recently. And here at Coaster Challenge, we're big fans of haunts. In fact, we're such big fans of haunts that one member of our team actually runs a haunt every year. And this is actually the ninth year that this haunt has been going on. He's been running it. It's pretty exciting. It's a real labor of love and passion for him. I know that for, for uh, you know from personal experience he's always so busy getting it set up and ready for the first couple of months you know august september uh you know leading into halloween each year so i'm uh, really excited to uh, kind of have a nice in-depth discussion about this haunt today especially considering who runs it so i'd like to welcome the podcast our very own david Cantu, our, our founder creator executive producer of coaster challenge and the owner creator of the haunted storage yard welcome david Oh, it's great to see you, Andrew. Good you know. to see you, David. Good to see you. So, uh, you know, I, I've known about the Haunted Storage Yard for a while now. I know it, not, don't know a whole lot about it because, you know, I don't live in California anymore. But, uh, you know, you talk about it and share things on social media. So I think it's uh, about time that we had a chat with you about it, uh, considering we like doing uh, talking about haunts here on the podcast. So that's why we're here today. Mm-hmm. So. so if you, uh, if you um, talk about nine it's been this will be our ninth ninth season our ninth year doing yeah. this right and if you think about it we started this right when i started coaster challenge right around the same time so there's kind of a backstory behind that because remember everybody every guest everybody in the staff and if anybody uh, our listeners out there know about my story is that if i was afraid to get on a roller coaster well i was afraid of other things too I was very afraid of haunts. I never went to Scary Farm, 
Fright Fest, Horror Nights at Universal. I didn't even go to any haunts at or, at Disney. Um, I was even afraid of those. You couldn't get me in a maze or anything. And when my when I started riding roller coasters and I started riding uh, started coaster challenge and I started facing my fears and my fears were going away. I think it was like the same year um, my friends challenged me to go to Not Scary Farm back in 2015. And so I went with them because I felt really good after riding coasters and traveling. And all of a sudden my friends are like, okay, let's go in a maze. And I was like, very afraid to go in them. I was just, I, I'm afraid to get like spooked, you know, or get like someone pops up in your face. And so they said, come on, you faced your fears on roller coasters. This is your next challenge. You got to face, you know, haunts, haunted mazes and stuff. So I said, fine. I, I did um, the one haunted maze. The, it's the, um, oh my gosh, it's like the circus. It was like the circus haunt maze at Knott's. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> uh, I was back in 2015, was, you said? Yeah, I think it was in 2015. Okay. And I, I wish Jeff Tucker was here because he would know exactly. Oh, what he would know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I went with my friends into this maze and... Yeah, I, I got scared, but I noticed that I wasn't as scared as I thought I was going to be because of how roller coasters affected my life. So I started going to all the other all the other mazes, and as I was going through the mazes, I was really as a I'm also an architect major, a design major. I, I do I, I'm I'm a merchandiser. I build displays when I was growing up in retail, and I was just fascinated by the themes of the mazes at Scary Farm. And I was like, yeah. wow, I, I really like the creativeness that they've done from haunted houses to an evil science lab to being in a pumpkin patch <laughs> farm, you know, or spider arachnus nests and stuff. So I was like, I was really intrigued. And then when I went to Fright Fest, it was the same thing. I was really intrigued by how it was all laid out, the theming that they did for each maze. And so my family's big on halloween my entire family my mom my dad my sisters and my nieces and nephews and around that time uh, my nephews were getting to the point where, at the age where they can start going trick-or-treating and stuff and um at our business my mother was like you know we should decorate our gardens we should throw some halloween decorations out there and i said okay well what do you want to do and she goes well let's get some pumpkins Let's get some witches and uh, let's get some ghosts and let's just put them out in the garden and let's just put some uh, and put them out there. So we started putting out in our gardens, start off with some pumpkins, like like five or six pumpkins. And then we found this beautiful witch set with a with a cauldron and everything, put that in there. And then we found a bunch of ghosts. And then all of a sudden people liked it. People liked how I laid it out. And it was like, hey, you should uh, add more. So every year we kept adding more and more decorations. And then my boss got involved and said, hey, I like how you're decorating the, the front of the business. I'm going to give you a budget. So he gave me $10,000 and he's like, here, I'm going to give you this every year. I want you to you know, use it for Christmas and Halloween. So we would split it and do 5000 for each season. And um so every year we would grow and all of a sudden we had electricity added into the garden. We had new lighting. 
added into the garden. And then all of a sudden I stuck to four themes. I believe it is, uh, you know, we do a pumpkin patch. We do a witch's gathering. We do a cemetery and we do an arachnus nest all throughout. So people can walk through. And over the years, it just kept growing and growing. And then all of a sudden it's become a huge community event that everybody comes and it's all for free. We don't charge. This is free for the families, for the kids to go and enjoy. And because of that, we've become a very iconic event in the city of Burbank. I'm very proud of that. That's great. That's great. So a couple of things to unpack there, David. So first of all, on the haunt side about you being scared of haunts and, you know, going back to 2015 and then since, so, you know, I met you a few years after in 2018 and I, you know, haunts didn't come up too much when you and I first met. It was more about coasters and parks, you know, the kind of just the regular stuff. And then coming out of the pandemic, you know, I like a lot of people uh, was having the whole, you know, just kind of stir crazy, tired of not traveling and, you know, started traveling more and, you know, kind of going, getting back out there. And I think another aspect of coming out of COVID was kind of not taking life for granted. So I think that's another thing that's kind of fueled this kind of hyper travel stuff that people have been doing since, since COVID. Uh, and I certainly am someone that's been doing that between going to parks, you know, here in the U S and Europe and elsewhere, uh, going on cruises and just really, really just try to live a YOLO kind of life, you know, and all that. But in any case, you know, as part of that, I remember having moved from California to here to Florida, I was missing not scary farm because I had been to it in 2017, right before I moved out here to Florida, but had not been in 2018 or 2019. Of course, 2020 didn't happen at all because of COVID. So here we were in 2021. I remember talking to you. uh, I think it was maybe summertime, early summer. And I was like, Hey, I think I want to come out there for scary farm. Now I granted, as you were just talking about David, you know, you had been to haunts and checked them out, uh, you know, because previously you were afraid of them, but you had finally gone through some mazes. But uh, I'm not trying to call you out or anything, but I do remember having a conversation with you in 2021, even after you had been with your friends to Scary Farm. And you seemed still very scared of of, of mazes and, and haunts and scare zones. And, you know, very, you know, you weren't you weren't certainly to the point where you would conquer your fears fully, where you were, you know, enjoyed them. I mean, it seemed like you were still on that journey. Isn't isn't that accurate, David? Oh, it's a long journey. Because <laughs> yeah. every maze, every year, they change things up. So it's like, you don't know what to expect. So I still get scared time for time. Some some scare actors, they're very good. Um, yeah. You could be the toughest guy in the world, and they will still scare the crap out of you. I, I, yeah. know some people, I know some people that are totally fearless, and they'll go into a maze, and they would scream like a girl. In there. Right. Oh, oh they I, got, I, I, they I, got the ultimate scare from a scare actor that was totally out of, out of surprise. Oh yeah, I have some friends like that. My friend Anthony, Airtime Monkey. He not only does he scream, he falls. He constantly falls on the ground. He's, he's he goes so freaked out. He falls and just yeah, he's it's quite quite entertaining for the rest of us. So you know, I do remember in 2021, you know, going to Scary Farm with you, and uh, you, you know, went through the mazes and everything, and you liked it. And I remember talking to you and about your opinion on things, and because some of those mazes were ones that were still there for me in 2017, because they don't change every year. So you know, experiencing them again and spruced up versions and and the new ones. And I remember you started really getting more into it, and then you know, coming back the next year, 
you know, last year, 2022, and you really were into it. And you and I did the behind the scenes tour, which Jeff Tucker was one of his babies last year at Scary Farm. And he did such a great job with, and, you know, we got to hang out with Jeff before the, uh, before the tour. And, you know, so you definitely are more into it now and you go to, you know, you go to, um, um, Holloman Horror Nights and, you know, other, other events. And, and so, uh, uh, would it, would it be, would it be accurate to say here now in 2023, David, that you are now a haunt fan? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely here. Too. My whole family's a haunt, our haunt fans. Uh, my boss, uh, we're, 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 we're one big thing. And, uh, I look forward to haunt season. I look forward to what the parks have planned. Uh, I think one of my goals is I want to start visiting other haunts that are not part of the theme park chains. You right. know, there's a lot of independent haunts out there, but it, I will tell you, when you're running your own haunt, it's kind of hard to get away to go see the other haunts because you're running one yourself right. every right. day. And um, but there's sometimes where I will try to get away because really the haunted storage yard is run by me and my mother. That's it. We don't have a whole staff. It's the two of us and we open up the gates and we welcome people in. So we're always um and especially on setup, uh, really the setup is mainly me doing it all. That's why it takes a while to do. But I have some people that come in to help me on the bigger stuff. But it's a passion. Like you said, it's a passion. Uh, it's become a passion of love. And I'm basically just taking all I've taken all my fears that I've been afraid of, like spiders and stuff, and have turned it into an attraction. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So, yeah. And I, yeah, I'm glad that I was correct in, uh, you know, that you are now a haunt fan, as you just confirmed. And yeah, I've seen that with you, you know, with what you post on Facebook and you know, about, you know, I know you're scared of spiders, and but you just make this huge spider's nests and all the spiders and the eggs and the webs. And yeah, and, and that's uh, like we talk about with our guests on the podcast here. You know, it's about, you know, facing your fears head on, getting on that coaster that's the tallest in the world if you're afraid of heights or with many inversions, you're afraid to go up upside down or, you know, super fast launches if you're afraid of the speed, you know, whatever it is, you just embrace it. And, you know, you are one of so many examples that we, we've we talked to here about where when you face your fears in one area, for example, coasters, it helps you face your fears in other areas, like, you know, with with the haunts and with, you know, specific things that are haunt related that you're afraid of, like like spiders and whatnot. And so, yeah, it's not surprising. And, and, and you know, it's enhanced your life. And I, mean, I think we'll be talking a little bit more about that with how the haunted storage yard has, uh, has enhanced your life and changed things for you in, in nice ways. So... Um, let's, let's, you know, go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and dive in and talk more about the storage yard. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't seen too much of it myself again, living here in Florida. I am going to be coming out there to California here this year again for haunts and, um, going to have a little more freedom this time. I'm coming out for more than a couple of days and have my own rental car. So I'm definitely planning on, as you and I've talked about stopping by and checking out the haunted storage yard. Actually, I think even before it's open to the public and getting a little VIP preview, which will be great to see what you, what the latest is that you've done. But besides that, you know, you're, you're posted on Facebook. You're very proud of your accomplishments, which is absolutely, you should be proud of what you've done there. And I know, you know, each year it just, you know, you send the videos and, you know, just kind of walking through and all the, all the technology you put in there, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty wild. So I know each year you get that $10,000 or that increased budget from your boss. So uh, can you share, first of all, you know, what is going to be new this year at the Haunted Storage Yard? So this year, because we've basically maintained the same themes 
throughout the nine years, but we've upgraded them every year and we change it up. The most famous one that everybody loves is the Arachnus Nest, the spider section. Uh, this year, we're going to take a break on doing the spiders. It's mainly because a lot of our animatronics and stuff that we buy for the haunted storage yard is really from the retail stores. We go to Home Depot, we go to Lowe's, we go to Spirit Halloween, and we do get some professional props from some of the professional studios that even the theme parks um, get their props from. Right. So that, so what we're doing is, is we're not retiring the Ragnus Nest. We're just taking a break this year on it so we can preserve our props and stuff. Cause a lot of props don't last forever. They right. may last a few years and then they tend to wear out. And a lot of times the, the, the haunted retailers, they don't carry the same products. They change it up every year. And it's funny because over the years that I've been doing this, I've learned that because we have a coaster enthusiast community that we we know very well of. There's a haunt. There's a haunt community out there as well that oh, yeah. I started. Oh, yeah. I started to uh, get to know, and there's there's enthusiasts that are big on Lowe's, Home Depot, and Spirit Halloween that they do YouTube videos every time, and even Lowe's and Home Depot invites enthusiasts to come to their distribution centers where they preview oh. all the Halloween stuff every year. So okay. I've started to get to know more people through the community. And so as I started getting to know more people, I've been able to get more resources to be able to help get certain things we need to enhance our attractions. Yeah. So really like what we're doing. So we're giving the spiders a break, but thanks to a lot of the friends I've met in the community, we're expanding the cemetery area where we're upgrading the witches area. We're actually adding a dead wedding theme this year section with a gazebo. And um, there's each theme we have is kind of an inside joke between me and my family. It's a <laughs> something personal, not going to share it on the air, but if right. people want to ask me, what are the hidden jokes? You'll have to come down to the haunted storage yard and come talk to me and my mother about it. And we'll be happy to share the story of each thing. Yeah. There's a hidden story about the witches gathering. There's going to be a hidden story about the dead wedding. And then there's a story about the cemetery. There's things in the cemetery that there's a story about that. But so, uh, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to guess, David, that it's either the dead wedding or the witches gathering or maybe both relates to kind of the inside story that i know about right pretty much yeah 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 the purple is part of that yep i know what you're talking about looking forward to seeing that I'm sure i'll have some laughs when you're when you're touring me through when i'm visiting looking forward to that okay well thanks for uh, sharing the uh, the updates and yeah to your point you know i know that you know it's not just a static display or at least it was originally but then you added lights and animatronics and all the electronics with that that go along with it and, you know, these things stay out in the weather. This is not in a warehouse. This is outside. So, you know, that's certainly going to affect it. And I know when you have these freak storms come through September, October, even August, you know, you just had a hurricane or, well, tropical, tropical storm, you know, at the beginning of your build, you know, recently here with Hurricane Hillary, oh, luckily downgrading to a tropical storm by the time it got to you. But obviously these things all impact things and just, just being oh, outside, we, the weather is good, you know. Yeah, we, we, we dodged a bullet. <clears throat> yeah, we dodged a bullet with Hillary. Yeah. Um, it was just a downpour, heavy downpour the whole day. No wind, no heavy wind in our area. 
but I had to take some of the props that I had started because that weekend I was going to start the official um, setting up and yeah. it got delayed. It got delayed because of the, the storm. And I was like, okay, but we had to put, that's what I love about running a storage business is that I think we had extra spaces open where we could put the props in right. there in store to protect it. Some people don't have that luxury, um, but it's, but still, um, but right when that storm left, it got right back to being bright, sunny, 96 degree weather. And then I was like, okay, let's get back to work. And I've already started. And it's really funny because the reason what you mentioned about why I post a lot of my progress on Facebook, right. not just to show it off. Uh, I, I, I want people to know, especially I have a lot of listeners that are friends with me on Facebook. There's a reason why I post the progress photos of my setup. Oh. Okay. It's very educational. I have a lot of people that are learning how to build props. Oh, okay. And, uh, because I know a lot of people in the studio business that have taught me from watching their Facebook posts. So really, when I post stuff, it's really teaching people, hey, this is how I built this prop. This is how. And I would show the before and after photos, the progress photos of how yeah. it was coming out. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me saying, I love how you built your new cemetery entrance because recently I've been posting that that's a whole new entrance that I have on yeah, Facebook and it's amazing. It's the first time I put it all together, but I spent the whole year building it. But I, as I was building it, I was posting the progress. So people were actually learning so they could build it on their own as well. Right. That's great. That's great. And I know that again, your friend and mine and friend of the, of the podcast and the, and the network here, Jeff Tucker, uh, I, I noticed he commented on one of the posts about the cemetery recently. You know, he's, you know, we're both friends with him on Facebook, a great guy. And, uh, you know, he's taken notice and, you know, granted he's not a, so much of a hot builder, although he's done it before in his life. He's more of a, of a show writer, you know, writing stories, writing shows, you know, for Not Scary Farm and, and other parts of the year there at Not Scary Farm. But, you know, certainly he's a haunt fanatic and, you know, he likes anything related to the haunts. So I think it's cool that he uh, appreciates, you know, what you're doing. And I am I know you've talked about before, hopefully one of these days he'll have some time. Granted, it's a busy time of year for him, of course, but to head down there September, October, you know, on a free night and, and check out the haunted storage yard for the first time. I'm sure he'll love it. So I know he will. I know he's going to be very busy this year with not celebrating 50th. Oh, yeah. For not scary farm, which I'm looking forward. I actually got a season oh, yeah, pass for that this year, so I'm hoping to make yeah, some me time too. to go see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean to get Jeff Tucker, and it's funny because I've have tenants, I've have people in the community, and my family, my, my my aunts and my uncles that will come down to see it. They're like, and how come you're not working for the studio companies? How come you're not working for the professional prop building, you know, departments of the theme parks? And I turned around and I said, well, nobody's come to me and offer me a job. <laughs> well, but, you know, to be fair, David, and now you and I have talked about this offline before, it's not, it doesn't necessarily work that way. I mean, sometimes it does with artists where, yeah. you know, they put it on social media or, you know, they're at an art exhibition or whatever it may be, you know, where it's out there and someone notices, you know, and they say, hey, you want a job. But, you know, separate from that, because that doesn't always happen that way, I would say if you were to go down to well and, and certainly jeff you know probably could help with this to uh you know apply for uh for one of the the the, the maze builder positions or whatever their names specifically are called uh there at say scary farm uh you know again jeff would have to get you the foot in the door and then you know where to talk to them and show them pictures or your your portfolio oh yeah, oh, yeah. Your, i mean uh, yeah you, you I, would, I would definitely yeah i would definitely if, if they saw the work i've done over the years especially at fright fest with six flags or universal 
I'm pretty sure I could get a job easily in, you know, but and I honestly love doing what I'm doing here at home. Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's getting better and better every year. And uh, I get a lot of tips and pointers from professionals. You know, they, they, they tell me, you know, in fact, last year I've had professionals come to me asking my advice because I have done some things last year with the lighting. And by yeah. the way, Andrew, I want to thank you for the lighting tip that you gave me years ago, because that has been like the highlight of the haunted storage yard. Is oh, yeah. You're, you're talking about, uh, yeah. Um, gosh, what's the the twinkly lights? Twinkly lights. Yeah. I use those for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Twinkly lights are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We should have those guys on the podcast. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, really good technology. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do with the twinkly lights this year because, uh, you know, when I check it out. But uh, so and by the way, David, just, you know, because it's obvious to you and I, but it may not be obvious to all of our listeners. So you call it the haunted storage yard because it's at the business that you and your mom run. Uh, well, one of the businesses you guys run, which is, you know, there in Burbank, uh, where you live uh, at, at the storage uh, location there. Right. But it's not inside right. the storage units. It's in like the parking lot and the garden, like you said, outside. The whole courtyard. Yeah. The, the whole courtyard. courtyard of the facility where yeah. people can, people have to park on the street because um, parking is very limited inside. Right. Um, so there's plenty of street parking. And plus the business next door has a parking lot that's open you know, for anybody to park in, they're okay with that. Oh, nice. uh, but it's, it's basically a walk-in. It's it's a walk-in tour. It's like taking a stroll through the park. You're just right. walking through different themes and you're not time limited at all. You can actually hang out there. I've had families bring their kids, like their little kids, like three-year-olds, two-year-olds. They would be like a little scared at first. And then all of a sudden they're jumping up and down and they're just loving and they don't want to leave. <laughs> they don't want to leave the yard because they fall in love with some of the animatronics or they love seeing some of the stuff that's in the cemetery and they love the music that's playing inside. And, you know, it just becomes like a big party. You know, people go over there, uh, especially around Halloween time. We'll have people come dressed up in all types of costumes. Like last year we had people come dressed up as SpongeBob and his <laughs> characters from Nickelodeon. And they came out and they were doing basically cosplay and they were taking photos of people and uh, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. And I will tell you, um, we did a, the night, the night before Halloween, we did a head count for the first time. The first half an hour we were open. We had over 3000 people within the first half an hour. Flood wow. Wow. And, and that was because, um, we were on because we had won. We we won again our the city's decorating award for best best decorations. So so David, so that actually that actually leads into my next question. Although you've already kind of uh, um, done the big reveal there. So, uh, but you know, let's at least expand upon this. So certainly something to be proud of. Um, can you talk about you know the uh, accolades and awards that the haunted storage yard has received? How many you know how many awards has it received and you know, what were they? Talk about how it happened. Well, the Haunted Storage Yard has been <clears throat> has been uh, given the award for best best Halloween decorations for the past three years. And the, now the best of where? Uh, commercial division. But but like what what in, in what within what geographic? Like who is giving it? The city of Burbank. Oh, okay. This is so from, the city of Burbank. This is from this is from city. this is from the yeah. mayor, city wow. council. We were recognized so far three years in a row, uh, the best commercial division 
commercial uh, best Halloween decorating contest. We've won it three years in a row. Now we're shooting for four. And on our Christmas, we've won last. We've won two years ago. We won uh, for Christmas. And uh, oh. Halloween's been our our biggest baby than Christmas. <laughs> well, that's 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 amazing. So so you won it 2020, 2021, 2022. Correct. I bet 2020 was interesting because a lot of your traditional haunts, you know, like the theme park ones we've been talking about, Scary Farm and others, they weren't operating. So I bet you guys were had a good, pretty good. Uh, we surgery. had a pretty good crowd in yeah. 2020. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? We everyone wore masks voluntarily. Nobody, right. you know, there was no right. problems. Everyone kept a distance, and you know, we just wanted to give do something, to give the kids something, you know, because kids. Right really had it hard back during the pandemic and we said screw it we're going to continue to decorate we're going to open our gates and we're going to welcome people to come in and come and have fun people yeah. needed to have fun that year it was a horrible year for everybody so we wanted to bring fun back so we did and the contest still kept going and we won uh we, that was our first year we won and um and then when we win we were invited to city hall and we were we were presented a a plaque to from the mayor and the city council and uh it was it's been a great honor and we just do it for the community we do it because we want to bring joy and happiness back to our community and um, you know and we don't charge a lot of people that a lot of places they charge a lot of money to go visit uh, right. haunts and we don't we we welcome everybody because if you think about it in some haunts there's an age restriction of how old you can be to go right. into these haunts. So really the haunted storage yard, we're not super scary, like scary farm, but we're not Disney quality either. We're like right in between. We're like considered spooky where okay. it's like you get spooked, <laughs> but then you have fun. The kids. Right. And we've seen that with the little kids, like the two, three-year-olds, they'll get spooked, but then all of a sudden they're smiling and jumping for joy and running around, enjoying the, right. the, the place. So that's, right. So it becomes family friendly. And when parents hear it's family friendly, then all of a sudden they start coming around with their kids and they just have a wonderful time. And I'm, my mom and I enjoy that. We enjoy it That's very great. much. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations on those awards, you know, winning that three years in a row. It's not like you live in a tiny town or it's just, just a small part of the community. It's the entire city of Burbank. That's amazing. And to win that. And, you know, I'm sure there's many other competing businesses like you said it's that you win the commercial division so the other businesses that do displays and whatnot that yeah, you should be very proud that's that's fantastic oh yeah yeah and i even even the residents uh they have a resident division the one the residents that win the contest as well a lot of times they'll come and check out my display and they'll i've actually had to educate a lot of the residents that get involved in the contest because I can help them because we're two different divisions. They're a right. resident division. I'm commercial. So I can give the residents like everybody loves the twinkly lights. And yeah. Yeah. so when people saw the lighting that I had in for the commercial division, residents are like, Hey, I'm going to get these next year and, and try them out for the contest and stuff. And, and I, I I've noticed online, if you go to the city of Burbank's website where they show pictures, I get proud. I go, wow, they're actually enhancing. There was one resident not too far from me. He turned his whole front yard into a cemetery and he dressed up as Jason and oh, would cool. go out there and scare people. And, <laughs> and he used twinkly lights on his house and his fences and it had the fire effect and everything. Yeah. It was just really neat. The, the lighting, 
the lighting really enhances any display you build and uh, the fog and the music. Right. It's just like, that's what you see in the, in the theme parks with the haunts. It's if when you go to universal or you go to six flags or you go to knots scary farm. When you go into a maze, it's the fog, the lighting and the sound effects and the music that yep. really enhances the experience. And then you got the scare actors on top that know when to pop out to scare you at the right time. So yeah, yeah all yeah. that all comes together is very important when you're running a haunt. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the visual aspects, you know, like you said, the lighting, the fog, uh, you know, the auditory stuff, the sound effects, the music, and those all are a really big part of a, of a good quality haunt. And again, that's a sign that you're, you're, you've grown your haunted storage yard quite a bit since say 2015, where you have all those kind of electronic things, you know, some of the, at least some of that stuff uh, keeps getting bigger and bigger apparently. So that's, that's fantastic. So you mentioned that there's no cost, which is great for families, especially with the economy the way it is and all that. And, you know, people don't have to worry about, you know, they, they can bring their kids. I mean, that makes it kid friendly, too, because, sure, there's age restrictions with haunts, which can, you know, stop parents from bringing their kids. But even beyond the age restrictions, you know, with the cost of most haunts, it you know it adds up if you have multiple kids. And with you guys, you know, you're, you're family friendly, so people can bring their kids. And it's no cost, so people make it easy to bring their kids. So that's great. So... Without having a cost, do you maybe accept or encourage donations to a certain charity or anything like that? Or so we started. We we never accept. We had a lot of people ask us for if they would they want to donate. Yeah. So this year we're going to be accepting donations. Um, and basically the donations because. I've talked to a lot of other people that run neighborhood haunts and they do the donation thing. And really, if you think about it, um, we're going to run donations because we want to get more professional props for the future that costs okay. more than our budget. Right. And so there's a certain prop that my mom and I are in love with. And I'll tell you guys, it's going to cost like $16,000 for this. Oh, prop. my gosh. And but here's the funny thing. This prop that we want, we discovered on YouTube that Cedar Fair has it at Canada's Wonderland. They have it at Cedar Point and the company we I know the company um, that that makes the prop because I've yeah. gotten several props from them in the past years. But it's such a great prop. It's huge. And the cost, it doesn't fit in our budget because we only get ten thousand dollars a year and we have to split that sometimes we put toward christmas and then a lot on halloween but so what we're looking to do is we're everyone's been encouraging us to do a donation box so we'll have a donation box out there and if people want to donate the money will go to help us maintain the the decorations to maintain our lighting because it's not cheap i mean last year um we went over budget because of the twinkly lights the twinkly lights alone yeah. and and uh, you've seen it on video we spent about twelve thousand dollars just in lights wow program wow. and amazing. those lights are fantastic because they are multiple seasons you can right. use them for any season including fourth of july easter valentine's yeah. day um they have graphics for everything and you can use these lights all year long which is great so right. it's not like I've had people ask me to go, so do you have to take these lights down and put different lights up for Christmas? And I go, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I love. I love the fact I can change the lights to Christmas. And I, that just saves a lot of work. 
But this year, we're going to have a donation box out there. And if people want to make a donation, it's really to help us to, you know, keep keep the haunted storage yard maintained because it, yeah. it costs a lot of money to maintain it. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and by the way, my mom and I, we don't get paid. We don't get paid a salary to work this haunted storage yard. We do it voluntarily. Yeah. And, labor uh, of love. Yeah. yeah. So we spend a lot of hours. We spend a lot of nights of our uh, out there with the community and uh, we don't get paid. That's why I said, so it's really like whole vault and people that we have family and friends that come out and volunteer to help us run the storage yard because they want to, because they just love what it's all about and about a community and everything. So I just want people to know that we're not, we're not in it for the money, but you know, people want to make a donation. That's fantastic because it's going to help us maintain our and help us get um, future, more professional props for the future. And um, you know, so um, that there will be one out there this year, but when people come out to see the storage yard, what I have planned this year, uh, the storage yard is getting a total makeover. It's going to look very different from last year. Mm. And uh, a lot of, like I said, I spent, gosh, this year I spent the whole year building props this wow. year. It takes, wow. it took me the whole year to get ready. We started thinking about Halloween in January after New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you're, you know, again, you're getting more and more professional with this. And like, you know, the professional haunts, like your theme park haunts, Halloween Horror Nights, not Scary Farm. They're working on it all year. And so that's what you're, you know, going towards. And, you know, like right now we're, you know, we're, uh, of course, you know, we're for this, uh, the, like any interview pretty much other than our live interviews doing this ahead of time. And, uh, you know, Halloween Horror Nights here in Orlando is about to open in a week. And I'm very excited. I'm going opening night for the first time, which I'm sure is going to be crazy. But given my schedule and how much I'm traveling in September, October outside of Orlando, it really made sense for me to go opening weekend. I kind of set that weekend aside and I'm going to be going with a bunch of friends both local and people visiting, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild and tiring, probably frustrating at times, but also a lot of fun and exciting. Um, but you know, they're they're getting ready to open Horror Nights, the 32, the 32, 32nd year, but they're already working on 33, you know, planning it and they'll start building it as soon as this one's over. And you know, it's just how it is. So you kind of got the same thing going on there. Uh, and I think it's great that you have a, you know, have a donation box out there and you're not requiring it, you know, it's just optional. And, you know, I think people will, uh, you'll get some donations and it'll help, you know, to get bigger props because your, your boss, you know, he's very generous with what he provides to you, but uh, yeah, you know, like anyone else, he's running a business, he's limited on how much he can give. So that that's great. Uh, yeah. you know, and the other thing you mentioned I want to touch upon is the twinkly lights. You know, I remember telling you about those, uh, you know, when I still owned a home, I sold my home in late 2021, because I knew the housing market was peaking. I could tell I'm not some brilliant person. I just could just look at what was going on in the, in the, in the country and and with the housing market, interest rates. And so I sold my home and I'm now renting and just kind of watching the market kind of fall, quite frankly. And I'm going to do the whole buy low, sell high thing, I guess. I did the sell high and now it's time to buy low eventually. But anyway, I, I, with my home that I still had back a couple of years ago, I put the twinkly lights in. I had heard about them from some blog or something, I guess. And I uh, did a bunch of strands of them outside the string lights and then did the tree lights. And it's just, it's great. Cause I had so much fun programming the lights and it's wild, the technology and how it works. And you take a photo of the lights with your camera and your phone, and it is able to figure out what, where each light is. And it can, you know, assign, like it could do spatial things. It can do messages and, you know, and, and like you said, it can do throughout the years. So when I buy a home again, 
it's on it's twinkly lights it's going to be all about twinkly lights on the outside and you know and on my patio and if i have one of those probably you know like a hot tub and you know for ambience and just have fun so yeah i think it's great and uh, i'm looking forward to like i said earlier seeing all the new stuff you have this year uh because i did get to see uh the haunted storage yard just once last year and i was blown away as you remember we were walking around you were showing me everything and now it's, you said it's getting a big upgrade so i can't wait to see it uh so um speaking of that david so uh, you know i know i'm going to be getting a preview but for the members of the public here people that are listening um can you share you know what the address is you know name of the business i guess people can find it that way uh, as well as what the hours are when they can come what days and what hours so you can find the haunted storage yard at burbank self-storage it's going to be at 3203 north san fernando boulevard Burbank, California, 91504. Um, a lot of time, the hours are going to vary. Um, you could probably find us on any haunt map for Southern California in the LA haunt maps. There's a Burbank haunt map. Um, but also you can check on um, YouTube. Uh, down, there'll be a video coming out soon uh, releasing. But most likely the hours usually will start at 7 and they'll go seven to nine during the week and then friday saturday sunday it goes from like seven to ten p.m uh that time and then um the street parking admission is free uh donations are appreciated and um yeah it's just uh it's for all ages and uh you can probably like i said the best uh videos you'll find will probably be on youtube on the coaster challenge network's uh, youtube channel we usually post a video every time with every, all the details and um if you look up on yelp or on google haunted storage yard you'll probably find more information about that too okay great and then just one more question for the hours so what date do you start doing those hours so we usually start at the end of september so okay. right now we're just uh as we're filming this because it's yeah august that we're filming this so right now if i have to give a prediction we're probably going to be opening our gates on september 29th which uh which right now will probably be middle of october so we usually open the end of september and the gates will stay open all the way till halloween okay so, great yeah wow so i really am getting a very you know very late vip preview because i'll be out there from like the 15th to the 24th or so and sometime in there we haven't figured out when, when yet so well. you'll you'll be yeah. in time as it just yeah. will be fully completed ready to go yeah that's exciting that's great awesome awesome I look forward to that so you kind of touched upon this but if you could maybe maybe expand upon it you know besides halloween it sounds like you do other special events with with that courtyard and and displays and lights and all that can you talk about that besides halloween Christmas is our next big one. We call it holidays at the storage yard. And last year, Halloween goes out, the lights stay in place and everything switched to Christmas and we bring our Christmas stuff out. And the whole place is decked out just like how it is for Halloween. Last year, we had something very special because there was um, a short, there was a short supply uh, out in the community. We actually had a live Santa Mrs. Claus last year in front of our 16-foot Christmas tree 
that we have on display outside. And we had like a whole Santa thing for him to sit in a red chair and everything. And Mrs. Claus was in a rocking chair and we opened it up for free for parents to bring their kids to get a picture with Santa Claus. And we had a line out the door, (laughs) out the gate uh, because there, a lot of malls couldn't find uh, Santa Clauses, live Santas. And we had one and all of a sudden, boom. And we basically that what we do at Christmas was we let them get a free picture with Santa. We gave free hot cocoa and a treat to to people and we just want them to have a good time. And uh, so we're hoping um, we're hoping to do that again this year. We're hoping that Santa and Mrs. Claus will return from the North Pole to come and uh, sit in front of our Christmas tree this year. So we're hoping. That's great. Now, now I, you may be curious there, David. So if the if the malls were short on Santa's, then how is it you guys got Santa and Mrs. Boss? Uh, lucked out um, in our business. I have a lot of friends that are managers and other storage companies. And one of my friends I've known, we were in T-ball together. And his dad was my, uh, was my coach, was my T-ball coach. And uh, we still keep in touch. And uh, my mom does keep in touch with uh, my friend's mother. Well, we went and had, he, they came out for Halloween last year and he looks exactly like Santa Claus. He has the big white beard, bald head, the glasses and the cane. And he said that he had a Santa suit. He used to do Santa for his church. And he said that, uh, the church, um, the church, uh, I guess it's no more. The church moved and they don't have a place to do Santa anymore. So he, was available and so yeah. he came out on friday and saturday nights and uh he said i'll come do santa for free and he just he's another one someone who likes doing stuff for the community and we lucked out we and then uh his wife had uh, a mrs claus outfit and they uh-huh. would dress up together and they came out and uh did it for us at the storage yard and it that's became great. a great success that's great that's great well i've never gotten to check that out but on one of these years i will probably come out to the la area during the holidays it was it was really fun because the whole family even we we all dressed up during christmas um i i dressed up as a we all dressed up as toy soldiers my mother and my aunt dressed up as elves and jenna uh, our former host on the podcast she would come out and help out and she would dress up as an elf too to be like santa's helper and stuff like that and it was just a lot of fun. My dad yeah. dressed up as Rudolph, and it was just really fun. And That's uh, great. the community loved it. And <clears throat> the one thing I will tell people is that when you do something that great for a community, the community doesn't forget. And right. they will remember you next year. And they tell their friends, too. So every year I've noticed that people have noticed about the haunted storage yard or the holidays at the storage yard. Every year it was like more and more people come, and they just have a good time. I've not had one negative response right. uh, what we do and um you know i'm just that's just how we are the, the cantu family we're about community helping others that's why i why i'm doing coaster challenge because i'm trying to share to the to the world that there are people out there that that still care about others and they still care about community and they care about bringing joy i mean we're living in times where everything is so uncertain and there's so much fear you got to have fun 
you got to have joy in your life, right? If you're going to a theme park or going to haunts or, or going on a cruise or going, just doing something, you got to have fun. So holidays, Halloween's about having fun, being scared, getting scared is fun. You know, for somebody who was afraid to get on coasters, afraid to get scared. Now I enjoy getting scared at haunts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It it becomes a, it becomes the opposite. It's like you actually have fun getting scared. Yeah, and that's yeah. how it's been for me for years. And you finally have gotten to that point by facing yeah. fear. Yep. Yep. So, you know, and uh we we just uh and we're not we're not trying to do a we're not trying to, we don't have an agenda here. This is something that my family and I love to do, and we open our gates to the community and we invite people to come and have a good time. You know, yeah, and, you great. know it's become a great tradition, and this is our ninth year. And almost our tenure. So yeah, that's great. That's great. I mean, yeah, I, I can uh, relate. Also, got a couple of friends. They're coaster enthusiasts, friends of mine that live here in Orlando. And I, I've only got a chance to do this once because I do tend to travel a lot, especially this year. I'm going to be traveling a lot. Um, uh, you know, during the haunt season, September, October. But uh, they have their own home haunt, and they do a tradition like a maze, and it's outside. It goes through their home. And, uh, you know, they don't charge for it. And, you know, it's, 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 and they have the friend, friends help and it's a labor of love. And, you know, it's kind of fun to see these home haunts and not just the professional ones. So, yeah. Uh, but, but as far as your Christmas one goes, you know, I've never seen that in person. And I, I love Christmas and love the spirit of Christmas. And, uh, you know, I, I have not been out to the LA area, you know, November, December for a while. Don't probably not going to be doing that this year. I've got way too much going on already. But in the you know future years, hopefully the near term, I would like to do that because one of my favorite things, I, in my opinion, it's not my number one park, but it's my number one that I've been to at least. Uh, Christmas holidays, the holiday spirit and the decorations is Disneyland. Uh, Disneyland does it far better than Disney World for Christmas. Uh, and as much as I love like SeaWorld's Christmas here in Orlando is absolutely fantastic. Again, you need to experience that one of these days, David. It's amazing. Uh, as good as that is, I just love Disneyland at Christmas that much more. And in fact, I've, I've mentioned the story in the podcast before. Uh, in late 2016, I was in the in the what I what I now know. It, I didn't know it then. Was the very end of a very long, very very intense and very awful depression. And my friends dragged me to Disneyland, and I'd been there for Christmas before, uh, but you know, I had not been to a park. Oh, I had whole depression. I was just at home watching TV and doing all the bad things, the wrong things, not getting out there. But anyway, they dragged me there. We spent all day, and I that was the beginning of my recovery. And that park helped save me from that depression that that nearly took my life, uh, quite frankly. But anyways, but yeah. So hopefully, we'll get out there November, December. You know, when you have the decorations set up and. Uh, for Christmas, I'd love to see that with the twinkly lights and everything else. So, so David, let's wrap things up here. You know, again, thanks for sharing about the haunted storage yard, and uh, you know, it's 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 a treasure of of Burbank there of uh, of of LA, and uh, hopefully more people will get to experience it by getting exposed to it here in the podcast. It's uh, you know, it's great that we talked about it, but let let's kind of go through our kind of typical end end of the podcast questions. In fact, one of them you I know one of these at least you've never answered, and it's the question you came up with. It's, you know, the Dusty Leister question. And sadly, we lost Dusty almost a year ago now. And you were closer to him than anyone. And you took his his passing, you know, it, it really took it to heart. And it was hard on you, I remember. 
and you went to his memorial and that inspired you to come up with this question, you know, the mortality and thinking about mortality and about, you know, how people are going to remember you. So, so David, you know, you probably should answer this question more than anyone else. Uh, how would you like your family, your friends, your colleagues to remember you by? So I want the listeners out there to, to know that as of, <clears throat> as of right now, I'm single. I have no children. I'm 42 years old. I don't know what my future is going to hold. I don't know if I'm going to have children to continue on my name. And usually like, usually you want children to be able to continue your legacy. So I don't know how my legacy will, will go after I'm gone. That's one reason why I told the team I wanted to have this question for those that are on this show. So in case if they don't have their legacy going on, that this podcast will have their last word. But if I had to say that to my friends and colleagues, is that David Cantu always was about community, helping others, and cared, was very loyal, passionate, kind, courteous, basically the Boy Scout motto. And I want everybody to know that I just love being around people. I love doing stuff to make people happy. And I just want the world to be a better place the best I can. I may not be able to change the world, but I'm sure trying to make one hell of a dent into it to make people. I want to be able, when I, before I go, I want to leave a skid mark on the road that people will remember <laughs> of the things I've done because it's not just the haunts or coaster challenge. I've done so many things in my life and I've gone through so many challenges in my life that I've experienced that a lot of people don't get to experience. I, I've got a lot, I've got a lot of, uh, a lot of wounds on me that I've experienced that a lot of people out there do go through, but I've learned from it and it's made me a stronger person. So I'm out there as long as I'm around, I plan on being there for everybody who wants to be, who needs me. People know they can come to me for anything. I'm always, always, my phone's always on. And that's why I want people to remember that David was there. If I needed somebody, he was there. I could call David at three in the morning and he would answer the phone. That was David. Yeah. The most kindest man who's, who's ever on his earth and there's no one like him. You know, and that's, I just want people to remember that I was somebody who will always be there and be loyal to everybody. Yeah, that's great, David. And uh, yeah, knowing you as well as I know you, gosh, I've known you now for going on six years here. And uh, I agree with everything you said there. And uh, you really love helping people. I mean, you know, that's why you created Coaster Challenge. That's why you created, the, you know, the podcast, you know, when uh, during the pandemic and everything else we've been doing with this network. So uh, yeah, no, kudos to you there. Absolutely. What, yeah, very well put. So uh, I guess the last thing to ask you, David, do you have any advice you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, maybe something related to the haunts or people that are afraid of haunts or just anything you'd like to share? Have fun. Go out there, live your life to the fullest and have fun. you got to have more fun in your life. Don't take life too seriously. Don't take the world around you too seriously. Don't let politics get into your life because it's just going to, it's just going to make it negative. It's going to make you feel, you know, unhappy at the end of the day, you got to worry about your inner circle and the people around you. 
and how you bring yourself up. And as long as you're positive and you're happy and just go have fun, go, go do something new, something you've never done in your life that you've been wanting to do your whole life, but been too afraid to do it. Go out there and just do it. Coaster Challenge inspired me to do things that I never done in my life. Like, like the sky jump in, at the stratosphere in Las Vegas. That was a huge thing for me that I did on my 40th birthday. Um, joining like a fencing club, you know, getting back into shape, losing weight, you know, just focusing on you and having fun. Don't worry about people out there being negative. Just focus on you. Be positive, be happy, and just focus on you. If you focus on you, you won't be stressed out and you'll just have the best time of your life. Make your life, your time is precious. So enjoy every time of your life that you have and just go have fun. Thank you, David. That's great advice. And I, I can very much relate to that and some changes I've made in my own life in the past few years, but especially kind of amping it up even further this past you know, six months or so past year with a couple of changes that happened in my life. And I'm, you know, I've been trying new things. I've really been getting, getting into cruises and not spending as much time in the parks. I still love the parks, still love coasters. I'm in fact, right before we started recording today, I was planning my annual trip to Europe, which uh, to go to Fantasia land and Europa park and other parks. Very excited for that. I plan to head there in November. Um, but, you know, still do the parks and everything that here in Orlando and, and elsewhere, but loving, loving doing the cruises and, and traveling and doing other things. And also, you know, I, I've just been, you know, focusing less on the politics, too. You mentioned that. I've been doing that, too. And, you know, not like I'm ignoring politics. I didn't watch the debate that just happened. And now I just I'm paying attention, but I'm just not getting as invested as I used to because, you know, I'll vote the way I'm going to vote. I, I know my priorities and why I vote the way I vote. And that's that's my business. And my right, but you know, I just—it's just there's so much negativity, you know, still That's in the, the media. whole thing. Yeah, that's so the whole thing I saw. The last, the last um, eight years, the fact that so many people are letting things that are out of their control. There's nothing, yeah. folks. There's nothing you can do. What goes on in this country? The only power you have is your voting power yep. and what you can do in your home community. That's what my family and I do with the haunted storage yard. We're doing something close to home in our community. We're trying, that's how we're making a change and how we're bringing positivity and having fun is by all the people that we live around every day in this city. If we can do something fun, that's what we want. We want everyone to be part of it. And we're, it's not, and, and we don't discriminate here. We want everyone to have fun. Yeah, And so I just want everyone to remember we're all Americans at the end and we're all vigilant for what we stand for. But just keep in mind, enjoy your life because you only get to live once. Enjoy it. Stop yeah. worrying about the things that are out of your control and just go out there and do the things you want to do, no matter what it is. Yeah, no, that's great advice. And yeah. And I've been, uh, even though you just said the advice now, I've been doing a lot of these things, you know, already. Uh, and uh, I'm really happy with, uh, I mean, I've, I'm, you know, not been as happy as I've been these past, you know, six months or so, you know, in a long time, if ever in my life with some of these changes I've made. And so I, 
you know, already following this advice that I didn't even have yet, <laughs> um, you know, just you know, validated, you know, or I guess maybe my experience has validated that your advice you just shared is very valid. I mean, it's a lot of common sense, to be fair. Um, and yeah, I want I do want to mention one thing. I've talked about this before in the podcast. It's okay to be selfish in the way you talked about, you know, take care of yourself, do things for you. Yeah, take care of yourself, do things for you. That way you're happy. And if you're happy and you're okay in life, you can be better prepared to help others. And, you know, like David, you and I both love helping others. You just talked about it in terms of how you want people to remember you by. So if you take care of yourself, you can be better off to be helping others. And that's, you know, it's really important. So I'm glad you shared that. So, well, thank you, David. Thanks for uh, talking here today and, and chatting with me and talking about the haunted storage yard and the holidays, the storage yard as well. And uh, again, uh, we always try to make things better here with this podcast and with this network. And uh, I am, I have no doubt that because of this interview getting aired, that more people will get to experience these wonderful things that you do for the community there in Burbank. So thank you. Well, thank you. And as what Jeff Tucker would always say at the end of his podcast or the where every time he's been on the show, he would always end it by saying, I'll see you in the fog. Well, for <laughs> us, it's we'll see you at the yard. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to see more of us, we upload every Friday. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All at Coaster Challenge. Links are in the description below. Thanks for joining us here today.